This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hello, hello, Would the defendant please uh, approach the bench? Your Honor, this whole shit is some bullshit. There's no cursing in my court. You in contempt. I'll get you up out of here. What? What? I'm going to the conversation anyway. I'm out. Get in the conversation. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Even an enemy. Even a judge. <laughs> Even a judge. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. This is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon, and as always, on my right hand side, I got. I don't know why I do that shit. Vlad is not in the conversation today. <laughs> but on my left hand side, calling in from Brew Closet Studios East. Who do I have? Oh, oh, we got the voice of your choice, man. I'm coming from the E-Wagon Studios, man. The, the E-Wagon. All right. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. Good to good to get this conversation going, man. I was just, no doubt, man. I was just saying, man, I, you know. Cats. I don't know. Well, for, I know Vlad is, you know, Vlad is uh, shooting, but also Vlad's birthday is today. So, right. yeah, he was trying to keep that shit on the low. So, when y'all hear this tomorrow, shout him out. You know what I mean? Old keeper, your birthday to yourself, ass motherfucker. Yeah, man. He just, he just, <laughs> he's seen another year around the sun. So, happy birthday to one third to the, of the conversation. Vladimir yeah, Camano, V L A D. Celebrate Vlad. Yeah, celebrate and elevate, huh? No doubt. You know what we on. There it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is, man. Uh, shout out to uh, all the good people in San Antonio that came out to the shows at LOL. We had a good time. It was fun kicking it out there. Uh, shout out to Ali Emery and uh, David Toby for holding me down and hosting the feature spots. Uh, What's San Antonio like? Oh, man, San Antonio's interesting, dude. I, you know what? I'm going to give you what I felt, but I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this. I'm going to say this beforehand. The disclaimer is I didn't have no, like, I didn't have no Sherpas to bring right, me through right, the right. hood. I had, I had a couple contacts, but we ain't really connect. I had a couple, a little, little light Sherpering. What I saw is all right. It was all right. It's uh. I don't feel like I saw enough. I'll tell you this. First of all, you got a lot of Russell over there at E-Wagon Studios, brother. We need you to stay in one space. All right, but so um, I say this. Uh, fuck was I gonna say? First of all, the shit was way too cold for it to be as close to Mexico as it is. <laughs> I got to San Antonio. That shit was 31 degrees. They said it was the coldest day in 20-some-odd years. So 
it's, yeah, you know, they got that, that cold snap in the south. They got the cold snap. Uh, Winter Storm Helena or Helena, Helena, whoever, however you want to pronounce it. Are they give a name to them now? They give one. They give names to everything. They give a name. Yeah, Winter Storm Helena. Yeah. You get a little chilly. Give it a name. Huh? Yeah, get a little something. Get a little something. You know, I think Hurricane Sandy got downgraded to Superstorm Sandy. I don't know if you paid attention, but when they talk about Hurricane Sandy, they took a hurricane surname. Right. They brought it down to a good <laughs> superstorm. Anyway, but uh, yeah, she was thirty-one degrees, so it was a lot of a lot of shivering. I went down mm. to the Riverwalk because that's uh, really all I know about San Antonio was the Riverwalk and the Spurs. You know what I mean? And I mean, I, there was <laughs> You're no doing better than me. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the Alamo, which I didn't know enough about. Right, so I go down. I go to the Riverwalk. Go to the Alamo. The Riverwalk. First of all, there's no guardrail on the Riverwalk, so you could really just fall dead ass into the river, and it would just be a wrap for you. So you on an, another dangerous hike? Yeah, I was definitely in and out of that <laughs> shit. Real shaky ground. Uh, and then the Alamo. The Alamo was cool. The Alamo was cool. Nope. You know, it's just. I guess I still need to learn more. I called it mm. aggressive gentrification, but that could be. Why, be, why would you say that? Because it seemed as though, from what I understand, you know, Texas used to be part of Mexico. Am I right? Right? Texas used to be Mexico. Right? I guess all that shit used uh, to be All of it used to be now. something before it was taxed. Right? You know, exactly. so uh, the they, they created this, like, little fort out there. They was trying to, I guess they was trying to take Texas or whatever. Supposedly, this little area they was trying to take Texas. Again, this is some non-real factual history. This is just me talking off the top of the head. Just me and you. Just me and you and whoever's listening. <laughs> so they basically claimed some land for themselves that later became Texas, which, you know, but uh, Mexico wasn't really trying to hit that shit. So they, they attacked them, but then they had a battle. It was the Battle of the, you know, Battle of the Alamo, the Mexican War, I believe it was called. And uh, that's where Davy Crockett was. King of the Wild Frontier. That's where victory <laughs> or death came from. You know, a lot of a lot of what set the tone for what Texas is. Texas right. got a fuck with me type of mentality. You know what I mean? Right, don't right, you right. dare. You know, they shit is don't mess with Texas. You know what right. I mean? They got a whole lot of T-shirts and coffee cups that say, in Texas, we don't dial 911. They got the pistol. You know, it's that type of mm-hmm. shit. You know, Texas is the Lone Star. You know? Right. So uh, it was an interesting... It was some interesting information to 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 get, and I might not have even gotten it all the way. But it was interesting. It was interesting information, interesting slash propaganda, you know. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, you know, again, it was just something to do. What else did I do out there? I had some. Um, what the fuck else I do? I didn't do any Mexican food. Again, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Mexican food. You know, I grew up. <laughs> I grew up on fake Mexican food. I grew up on old El Paso, so. You know, like when New York really started getting Mexican, like authentic Mexican food, that shit was a little too real for me. You know what I mean? So I'm not a big fan of Mexican food. We did go to this one spot, Chris Madrid's. Uh, Ali Emery took me out there. And, uh, What'd you fuck with? I had a, they have, they, they known for these burgers over there. The uh, burgers. Are Mexican, they got a burger? Well, no, it's known for a burger. It's a burger spot. It's a burger spot oh, okay. uh, run by some Mexicans, you know, Mexican cat. So as we going in, she gave me the illest Yelp review. As we cracking the door, she's like, oh, listen, the owner died of a heart attack, but the burgers are great. So I was like, God <laughs> damn. But at this point, now you want to taste the burger. It. Yeah, you want to see, well, if it's heart attack worthy. It was decent. Oh, yeah. It was a decent burger. Shout out to Chris Madrid's. 
I also it was decent. It was decent. It was. It was hard to. I wasn't. I'm not ready to die for that. You know, it wasn't. Okay. It wouldn't even be in the top five ready to die burgers. But it wasn't regular. It was all right. It was all right. I don't know if it was. I don't. I don't want to call it regular. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. A little better than regular. Okay. Also, I'll tell you what wasn't regular. This is. This might sound crazy. This might sound crazy because I just went to Chris Madrid's, which is, I guess, so celebrated. But that same weekend, you know, I was eating a lot of bullshit out there. But I had a good patty melt from Whataburger out there. Okay. That shit is fire. Yeah, that was fire. That that goes. You, you ain't never messed with Whataburger before? I've had Whataburger before, but I never had the patty. I was underwhelmed by the burger. I thought the right, burger right, right, was regular. Right. You know, they got a yeah, right. they got a honey chicken chicken biscuit that's alright too. But uh if I had to if I had yeah, to I send ain't. you to go get something, go get that that Texas patty melt. Yeah, I ain't had no no Whataburger in, in since the nineties. What you think about it? It was regular. Yeah, it wasn't nothing super crazy. It <laughs> wasn't mean, nothing super crazy. The one in Tallahassee was regular. It wasn't no way. You know what I'm saying? That's the first no place I had special. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. That's the first place I had that shit in Tallahassee. Going down. Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that was my weekend. San Antonio. It was cool. Uh, good times. I would like to go back and, you know, explore the city a little bit more with some San Antonians. Take me to mm-hmm. the to the spots. What's going right, on? Right, What's right. really good? You know. But I'm sure uh, hit you in the comments now. That of you course, know. you should have done this. You should have done that. Da, 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 whatever. Or they might just be like, true. Sometimes right, people right. keep it one hundred about their city. I'd be like, what is there to do in town? Shit, go back to the airport. You know. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Anyway, uh, what's uh, up with you, man? How was your weekend? Uh, Oh man, I was here in New York, man, dealing with this, you know, the snowstorm, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, you know how man? was it? It was inconvenient, then a motherfucker. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was all the torment. Nah, cause, nah, it was it was cool because it was beautiful. You know, it was quiet. You know, what I'm saying, gave you time to just chill in the crib and you know, what I'm saying, relax. Mm-hmm. But the way that the the snow fell, it left you know, like when you when you were homeowner and shit, you got to clean the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop snowing until like three in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So it was like wow. a weird ass. It was like an inconvenient ass time to stop snowing. Right. By the time you get up, people don't walk on it. Now it's ice. Now it's more difficult to get up. Wow. So you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was beautiful while it lasted, and then it became a inconvenience. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, because <laughs> as a homeowner, you got to keep that walkway cleaner. Because if somebody slip and fall at two a.m. That's still on right. you. Damn. That's yeah. on you. But if, if it's still snowing, okay, I, I don't know the real rules, so I can't really see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. the general practice is if it's still snowing, then, you know, people usually wait till it stops snowing. To but I did hear the shovels going okay. early, like late at night. Like, damn, they out there already? Yeah. And, you know, they was the smart ones because if you wait and people start walking on it and start getting packed down. Yeah, it's hard, hard and heavy. Get up. Yeah. It's hard and it's, you know what I'm saying, start turning the ice. So, you know, you gotta be out there chopping it up and yeah. you know what so so you know, it was it was beautiful while I was while I was, you know, falling and then it became something different. Then my my daughter wanted to come outside and play and it was cold. I didn't really want to be out. I was still in my tropical vibes and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
had to, I had to switch that off real fast. Yeah, I had to yeah. turn right back to my boots. You had to get right in the present. So what what is yeah. playing in the snow entail? Is that throwing snowballs at each other? What does that mean? Angels? I hope it's, it's, angels it's is a angels, lot. Angels oh. building a fort. It's uh, you know throwing snowballs. It's running around. It's it's a lot of activity. See, that, I could as a as a grown person, right? You know what I'm saying? It ain't really <laughs> your thing no more. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see everything so except really angels. Was, it was never was my thing because we ain't have snow. Right, 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 right. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. First time I had to dig snow, I thought snow was like some cute shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when I first moved here, I had a plane to catch, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go brush the snow off the car, and then I'm gonna go to the airport. Oh, uh, you was sleeping. You ain't think it could yeah, I slept. I slept so hard. I got out there and started, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm going to throw this little light snow on out the way. Man, please. That's, the snow is heavy. If you ain't never dig snow before, that shit gets heavy. It is, it's a job. That shit ain't no cute. Nothing. That shit could kill job. you. Yeah, it'll kill you. Like, they, they tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to <laughs> pace yourself when you out there digging snow. Everybody think about that. When you, when you fucking shovel snow, you're like, damn, I might be, I might die. With this dumb shit, I think it takes but a lot of shoving. When you don't know, when you don't know, you take that shit for granted. You just be out there throwing that shit. To your ass. It wasn't about last year where I heard a news report where you could die from shoveling snow. Oh, you just heard that? Yeah, just, uh, I, I just found I, I that out. That. Yeah, nah, man, you could die. Man, you could die. I mean, take. I'm sure it takes a lot. I don't know anybody personally that's died from shoveling snow. No, it was, I think I think it was on the news last year because like two or three people died uh, from just digging their car and shit. Shit, that's I'm crazy. Like, damn, snow so took that's them out. I, I stopped. I stopped bullshit with the snow. I'm like, damn, you had to respect that snow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty when it's falling, but you got to respect it. That shit will kill you. That shit might kill you. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing that all weekend, but other than that, catching up. On work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Getting back busy, trying to get my rhythm back. You know what I'm saying? Get that hustle rhythm back. What you working on? Ah, uh, man, got got the we doing the edits on that video. Got like three or four corporate projects that that I got going on. I got to deliver a Miller project, but um, and then I got some personal stuff I want to do. So I'm trying to get all this stuff off my desk. So trying to really get creative this year and put out some shit for the people. All right, you know that's what's up. That's cool. So, yeah, so I, mean, I had to get this. Uh, I had to get this this corporate work off the desk. But you know, ain't nothing real exciting except the the video we shot in uh, St. Bart's. It's beautiful. You put it out? Nah, nah. We still had it, and we'd be done with it tomorrow. Oh, all right, that's what's up. <clears throat> Speaking mm-hmm. about uh, shit, getting creative for the people. I see the people was racking up at the Golden Globes this weekend. Oh man, I told you it was a, it's a black renaissance out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's popping. I guess the Golden Globes. We're gonna get in front of this. Let's you know get. Yeah. We ain't gonna be the, the Golden Globes so white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went all the way <laughs> Golden Globes so black. I missed it. Was it good? I seen. Uh... I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I you know I, I catch the internet recap. Right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know I did. I see the. I saw the uh, shout out Danny Glover gave to the Migos. Donald Glover. A, Donald, my bad. It's all good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I'm like, I'm like hitting fences around this. Yeah. <laughs> what you think of that hitting fences shit? What do you, you think it was an honest mistake or you think it was? Think yeah, it, was it was definitely an honest yeah. mistake. It seemed like it was an honest mistake. Like, you know what I'm saying? You right there. I just call my man Danny Glover. You know what I'm saying? So, 
shit happens when you're just talking off the side of your neck. But, you know, I don't, I don't get paid to do that shit. But, but um, you know what I'm saying, it's embarrassing. It's, in, you know what I'm saying, it could be insulting. You know, Pharrell looked like he was insulted than a motherfucker. He was like, <laughs> man, if you don't get out of my face with this bullshit. Oh, hidden fences. That's funny. No, shout out to Mimi. She produced Hidden Figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, uh, so. two hits in a row so far for the for the yeah, Valdez. Yeah. Mimi is on the roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the number one movie. Yeah, I saw shit beat Rogue One. Yeah, you know, which Rogue I, One been out for a while. No, because I saw it the night <laughs> that it got beat. I was at the theater. I went to go see Rogue One on Sat on Sunday. That shit was all right. It was all uh, right. Yeah, I saw. I saw a couple weeks ago. That shit was. It's real. It was like a. That shit was like a Star Wars after school stuff. It was real spinoff, real Wu Gambinos. You know what I mean? Real like, yeah, like if you like Star Wars, then we really gonna bleed this brand. Like, ah. I, uh, I mean, that shit was like, like you knew what was gonna happen when the shit won. Once they let you know what was what was needed to happen, you knew it was gonna happen. Right. So it was, it was kind of like, what's the point? And it did go Holy off shit. like it went off like a TV show. It definitely just was like, and that's the end. Like it was no, the shit was no real, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was no real right. spectacle. It was and we're done. Take it easy. And we out. Even even Darth Vader phoned it in. His little phone in. His little scene was. Yeah, he, he phoned in. I was like, yeah, wait till the end to bring in Darth Vader for two minutes. He for shot all his scenes in one day. And and half a day before lunch. He mm-hmm. was gone before lunch. Yeah, he ain't even have a trailer. Yeah. Nah, they, they were like budget, budget. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back to the next one. They say not to the next. Really? Spin-off. Darth Vader's done. Well, no, nah, he gonna. I mean, he he gonna be in the main joint. He ain't just gonna be in Rogue One. Rogue yeah, One sound off bread. Yeah, nah. I, I mean, I, I I can't talk because I ain't no Star Wars person. I'm not either. I saw my first. I saw my first full length Star Wars film was the last one, whatever the last one was. So I can't even begin to start. You know what I'm saying, hating or you know what I'm saying, criticizing the franchise. But that shit right there was like some uh, USA movie of the week. Fuck it, yeah, you could criticize if you paid to see that <laughs> shit. Fuck that, everything. I don't, I don't need a Star Wars degree to say that shit was trash. That shit wasn't that dope. I'm sorry, it wasn't that. I don't got my PhD and all of that shit. It was what it was. I was like, eh, Hidden Figures was better. <laughs> Hidden right, Figures was right, better than Rogue right. One. Uh, My wife and the kids went to see Hidden Figures, so I gotta catch up. Yeah, now that shit is cool. I catch up. I still, I gotta, yeah, I gotta do my little lap around the black movies. I haven't seen Fences yet. I've been putting it off. I'm gonna see what that's about. Yeah. Uh, gotta see, gotta see all that. I'm happy uh, for for Donald Glover and the Atlanta crew. You know what I'm saying? That's a win for the shit that yeah. that you actually like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what I actually like. Right. Right, right, right. Now it was dope. That was dope. And then right behind that, Bad and Bougie goes to number one. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right after uh, Black Beatles was number one. It's a right. new hip hop right now. But, huh? Black Beatles is uh, Ray Smurder, right? Ray Shreman, yeah, Ray Shreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Gucci. With Gucci. With Gucci. And, uh, yeah, but see, that's, that's the new, you see, that's the new model. Going viral is the new model to go to number one. <laughs> it helps. That, it helps. That means. That's that's how you know saying that Black Beatles went from the, the mannequin from the mannequin challenge, right? And then you know what I'm saying that Donald Glover shout out. So you're gonna see you're gonna see some new exploits in the music industry. I guess the strip club is over. 
Man, I guess you know what I'm saying. Paying the strippers to play a song is 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 it's not the marketing move no more. We'll huh? see. We're gonna see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's interesting. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's big. That's big shit. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. You know that's a that's a big look. Um, shout out to uh, Generation Now too. Lil Uzi Vert on that record. That's a number one record. And I think that mm-hmm. money longer went gold. I want to say they went gold. Ooh, so that's Lil Uzi Vert. Money longer. Money longer. That's his record. I think that one went gold. I'm almost positive, okay. but I know he's definitely on that uh, bad and bougie though. So shout I out. am a little Uzi Vert, but I I am um, I do like the Migos ad libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was early with the Migos. <laughs> you was early on the Migos. Yeah, when I, you know what I'm saying. I tell you when I was do, when I do my documentary on myself, I'm gonna have the Migos narrate my shit. <laughs> and I leave did a podcast with Damian. Podcast. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Living. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Do you can you do you know the difference between each Migo? You know who Takeoff is? Who no, is? no, okay. no. I, I think I know who um, the Quavo main is. One is. Quavo, yeah. but I I couldn't tell you none of that shit. He seems to be the Beyonce. Like. I'm just seeing that. Seems that he's the one that they be pointing to. Quavo is a yeah. star. I see that all over Twitter. Yeah, Quavo is the name that you you know, but I don't know what he looked like. I don't know none of that. Nah. I don't know which one he is. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I enjoy the ad libs though. Yeah, right. pretty entertaining. You know what I'm saying? They pretty emphatic <laughs> with what with what they saying. They mean that. Even shit. when they sometimes they might not be saying nothing, but they emphatic about it. Yeah. Entertaining. <laughs> my favorite, uh, we talk about ad libs. I just think about this. My favorite ad lib of 2016 was on um, on uh, Young MA's, ooh, when they say, uh, and uh, rest in peace to the competition. R.I.P. <laughs> I just love that shit. That is the funniest shit ever. R.I.P. <laughs> That's the hey. That's what they, that's, that needs to be done at every funeral when they close the casket at the end. R.I.P. <laughs> And it's done. Oh, hey, that man, shit was it, be, funny. it be the little shit sometimes. Man. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> like, who who is that back there? Sam? I don't know. It could be her. I think it's either her or one of her homies. She good for a good. That was a good one. What's his name is always good for a good ad lib. If we gonna get into the ad lib conversation, Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder's for a good, disrespectful ad lib. I can't quote any right now, but do yourself I a favor. I ain't too hip to him. You know what I'm uh, saying? Dig it, his catalog. He got a lot of fucking ad libs that are super disrespectful, like wild fun. I discovered Uncle Murder from what he was on, Money and Violence. What? Which one? He, he was on Money and Violence? Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah but that's, damn. I, that's how I discovered him. For real? Yeah, damn. for real. I, I ain't really, I wasn't really up on that, you know what I'm saying, on his, you know what I'm saying, mixtape exploits and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I heard his name. Yeah, I heard it, but I didn't really know who he was. I yeah. didn't know what he looked like. Yeah, until money and violence. That's when I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, now I've, I've been an Uncle Murder fan from the door, from the Green Lantern days. When uh, who was Uncle Murder? Who the, was that? The Joe? It came around. He's out like right around the same time as Joel. They had both kind of started mm-hmm. bubbling around the same time. But then he had some. He had some mean records. What the fuck? Is yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just missed it. Bullet, I, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got he got some flash. Sometimes you miss that underground set. He, yeah, I've always liked Uncle Murder because he has his own like he has one of those throwback sensibilities. Very grimy, very grimy mm-hmm. Brooklyn, very like old school Biggie first album. You know what I mean? Rob mm-hmm. the Train, like that type of you know that type of mm-hmm. aesthetic. So it's good to see yeah. him get his shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, one of the best, one of the best ad lib motherfuckers in the game. 
unsung I'm going to have to go back and check them out. Yeah, check it out. All right, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is catchy. Speaking too. of grimy and shit, I had traffic court today, right? Uh, Went in there to try to beat this ticket. Okay. Uh, How'd it go? And, uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'll beat the ticket. All right. Well, shit. You don't sound victorious. But, you, know, you know, like on Ice Cube record, on one of Ice Cube records, he said, I beat the case, but that ain't the point. Right. <laughs> Man, I had I had to sit in that motherfucker about three hours. And it wasn't like, I thought I was going to, you know, they sent me to Red Hook, which is a, a section in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'd never been to that court. You know what I'm saying? It was like uh-huh. a community court. Right. So... It was all kind of cases and shit. It was like a oh. lot of dope fiends. So wait, wait, wait. They had traffic court in real court? Nigga, it was it was a it was it was a real court, man. But it was like <laughs> a community court, but they had traffic cases. <laughs> the people's cases. court. It was a people's court. Okay. They had traffic cases, but most of that shit was like drug offenses, like heroin users uh-huh. and a lot of a lot of cats beating up on women. You know what I'm saying? It was uh, a lot of that. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a very it was a it was a fucked up scene, man. Yeah. It was the opposite of up. Yeah, you, know you could yeah. you could feel that energy too. The energy, the energy had you in a bad place because I started off cool. You know what I'm saying? What was Kevin. you in there fighting? What was your what was your charge? What's the what is the charge? What's the uh, offense? Well, the penalty. I got pulled over. I got pulled over DWP one day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then then the officer said that he pulled me over because my registration was suspended. Right. I'm like, yeah, nah, I don't see how that's that's the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, well, my computer is coming up suspended. You know what I'm saying? I think that was just his little rationale for putting me over and, you know what I'm saying, checking my credentials, which is A1. Uh-huh. You know he, he had to double down so, on it. He said, fuck it, I'm going to blame the computer. Yeah, he, he blamed the computer. And then he sent me to this fucking court. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think he did that shit on purpose. I don't know if they got no control over that, but it seemed like he did that shit to fuck up my day because he knew it would. Mm. So I went to the DMV the next day, and of course, my shit ain't, my, my registration good, everything clear. So I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for my little court date. I'm going to go in there and fight my shit. So I go in there, man, and like I said, it's crowded. And, the, and you know, like normal court, it's like a judge and a, a bailiff and like somebody typing on the little thing. Mm-hmm. Man, this shit had a bunch of police. It was like an entourage up there. Like the judge had an entourage. It was just too much going on. A lot of talking and a lot of, you know what I'm saying? A lot of side shit happening. Like what? And then they start, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Just like the, the court, it's like four or five court police. You know what I'm saying? And then they start calling, they was like, such and such and such, such from the back. I'm like, what the fuck is the back? Right. Then they bring motherfuckers out of a holding cell. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. This shit is real damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I ain't want to be around this energy. Damn. You know what I'm so they, they bringing cats out. You know what I'm saying? Then they got one lawyer. This this motherfucker could have been replaced by a robot. Because right. he was losing every case that came before him. He right. was like the, he was like, he was like the, the, he was for the court. He, he wasn't for the people. Right. So, but everybody that came through really like didn't have to go to jail. He let everybody through until the last couple motherfuckers right before it got to me. I'm like, what well, now? How are you getting all harsh now? Right. The skin tone started changing a little bit. Oh, so, right. okay. You know what I'm saying? So wait, it was, it was white of, folks there too? No, it was it was white. It was one white DUI cat, a couple white people, a lot of Hispanic dudes. You know what I'm saying? 
on, you know, they're either beating up on a woman or, you know what I'm saying, on some type of marijuana or opiates and shit. You know what I'm saying? He's sending them to detox. And I'm like, man, this shit here crazy, man. So after a while, after about an hour of that shit, I'm like, man, it's time for me to get up out of here. Then they brought one black dude out. And um, he obviously didn't know how to play the shit because everybody else was chilled. You know what I'm saying? Respectful. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then they got their little shit either. They walked out. Mm-hmm. This mother, he came from the back. You know what I'm saying? He already got his face looking crazy. He got his girlfriend in the audience. She was sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. So he was in that motherfucker for beating up on the girl. The girl that you was in the saying? audience with you? On the, uh... But that's what I thought. But uh-huh. then then his lawyer, then the little public defender, started reading his, you know what I'm saying, his little story. And he was like, well, you know, he had been with this young lady and they she had a baby and for two and a half years he was taking care of the baby. I'm like, oh shit, this story is getting kind of uh, interesting. <laughs> for two and a half years he was taking care of the baby and Blase Skip and you know what I'm saying? And uh, and then she told him it wasn't his. Uh-huh. And then, you know what I'm saying? He beat her. So then the other lawyer, the, the motherfucking prosecutor, he started reading the nigga rap sheet grand larceny and robbery and you know, he got this case still open so then all the motherfucking court police started getting all aggressive like and standing up and moving all I'm like man I need to get up out of here man y'all doing too much jail shit man mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> so they sent that motherfucker back to jail with a $3,500 bond and then about 10 minutes later you see like something in the back back down the holding cell they back there thumping all you can hear is bumping all on the walls. All the court officers start running back then. I'm like, man, that's too much, man. I got to pick up my kids from school and shit. And me, I'm the very last motherfucker they call, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm visibly aggravated. So now I done blew my cool. I was cool the whole time. Think I'm going to just walk up out of there. I'm like, shit, this shit ain't shit. I'm going to just walk up out of there. But I done blew my cool. Now I'm all aggressive looking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talking to the court officer, like, yo, man, what, what the fuck, man? Like, he's like, well, we've been here since 9 a.m., but I'm like, man, this motherfucker here just walked in, man. Come on, man, let me get out of here. Who just walked so, in? What do you mean? Somebody cut you? Yeah, they let about three, four motherfuckers go before me, man, before they come. <laughs> well, how you know they were cutting you? They might have just been in the back. No, they was, they were, this mother, these two motherfuckers just walked in the courtroom Damn. with. And motherfuckers had Chipotle and shit. Motherfuckers had to tell them they got to leave with the Chipotle. <laughs> you sound they mad. Had they had just, Chipotle. They walked in like 10 Eight minutes sec. before. Uh-huh. Then they get called. I'm like, man, y'all bullshitting me, man. So I'm, I'm hot. I'm I'm getting all a little aggressive and shit out of character. Right. So so the judge, he look at my shit. Then he want to, he, he just, autom- he ain't even say shit. He just automatically say such, 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 $25 this and such, such, that. I'm like, man, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I was right. like, nah. I was like, listen, man, when he pulled me over, my registration was not suspended. Mm-hmm. And then now he looking aggravated that I'm actually have something to say. My right. public defender right. looking at me like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Like, it's only twenty five dollars. I'm like, nah, that's the, that ain't the point. Man. Yeah. So, so I was like, man, my 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 registration wasn't suspended. So he starts shoving, the judge starts shoving it through the papers and shit, looking at dates. Now he like, oh. Yeah. So he mad that he got to throw my shit out. Out of vindication. You know what I'm saying? But he threw my shit out. But he said some, you know, some old 
legal words that I ain't understand. I had to look at my public defender like, man, what do you say? He's like, hey, you beat it. I'm like, okay, great. Can I leave? Yes. All right. I'm out. Wait, wait, wait. So you had a public defender for the traffic well, court? They, now, they just had the public defender motherfucker just standing up there because it's community court. They figure everybody need one. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just, it's just. But it's like it, it was a real low life situation, man. I'm trying to tell you. Now nah, they make they they make you feel terrible in court. First of all, court <laughs> is way more glamorous on television. When you go to court in real life, that shit's fucked up. And they yeah they do try they you damn near it's a lot of motherfuckers that's down and out or desperate or mm-hmm. you know guilty. You know, so there's a, there's a tone there's a tone set where it's like, listen, man, you might as well take that shit because we all know your ass did it. So right. get on, you know what I mean. You gotta really fight for freedom in that shit. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, hold up, man, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before y'all start throwing out numbers and shit, man. Yeah. I'm like, listen, uh, my shit wasn't suspended. Yeah, man. Man, he looked at the paperwork, start reading out little dates, and you know what I'm saying. Then I guess he saw, you know what I'm saying. I was legit. Yeah. And then I, you know, I rolled up out of there. But by that time, man, I had done spent two and a half hours in that motherfucker. Mm. And it's late. I'm late picking up the kids, and I, I can't make it to the studio. Oh, man. So here we are. <clears throat> here we go, man. Here we go. I might have to go. Right. I, got a, I got a parking ticket. I want to fight myself. Not, you know, a dead <laughs> ass. I want to fight a parking ticket. They hit me with a ticket because my... I might lose. I don't know. The parking... The, the traffic court game is a little... They, they unfair, but... You know how you buy the ticket. You know how you buy the ticket. You got to display the shit in your mm-hmm. in your uh, right. on the dashboard. So I did that, but I guess as I was closing my door, the shit must have flipped upside down because I swore I put it upright. So as soon right. as I went into the store, they hit me for for sixty five dollars. Oh, they 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 be on your ass. Motherfucker hit me immediately. I looked at the time that I bought, and I looked at the time he ticketed me. It's like this motherfucker was hiding behind a car. Yeah. He was in the cut. Like oh shit, I think he got him. I think we got him. And he got yeah, my you can ass. That. You can I'm gonna that. beat the shit out of that. I'm about to style on him. Yeah, I hope we. I hope I could beat him. I, I'll keep y'all. Yeah, yeah, nah, you, you got. The, you still got the ticket? I still got the ticket, and I think I got the. Uh, yeah, I still got the ticket. I still got the parking ticket. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, the parking ticket and the actual, the, the actual dispense ticket. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gonna you gonna style on their ass with oh, that? Oh man, that's the best. That's the best when you come to court with your paperwork straight yeah, and a nice, yeah. a nice Manila folder. You're like, hold on, your honor. Let me yeah, crack this open. I had my paper. I ain't had to pull mine out, but I had mine just in case they wanted to act crazy. Oh man, that's the best. You could be indignant when you go to court when you know you innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but you we want to you want to get a whole lot of shit off your chest though that you can't. Right, you know right, right, right. You, you want to be like, man, he just pulled me over on some bullshit. Yeah, anyway. take you know it easy. Nah. Then sent me to this motherfucker here. Nah, the judge will tell you they can save that for the podcast. We don't need to hear right. that shit. Don't wind up behind that's, behind this wall over here where we just put my man. That's what the nigga who that's what would do who who had the um, beat his lady. His baby mama had the outside baby. He was trying trying to prove his case too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was uh it went it didn't go right for him. Nah, it went bad. It was a bad day. His girl had to leave crying. He was you know what I'm saying? Damn. I'm like man, this is this is. This is this is fucked up, man. And then and see what pissed me off. What made me state my case so hard though was that he was trying to say I had to come back to court. I'm like, man, I'm not coming back here. Wow. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know well, he was gonna have the officer come through. No, nah, I guess I guess I was supposed to pay this. You know what I'm saying? If I was guilty, I would have had to pay this fine and then such and such and such and then had to come back. 
right. to court. Right. I'm like, man, I ain't coming back here. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Yeah. Nah. So I'm glad to be up out of there. Yeah. I got I to gotta take a shower and shake some of that energy off of me. Hilarious. Oh, you know shit. Like, not that I'm tripping off of the people that's in the predicaments, but I just don't want to be involved with the, the legal criminal justice system, man. Not at all. That, those days is behind me. Yeah, that ain't the place to be. That'll blow that. That'll kill your whole, blow your whole high. I'd go to court. I wasn't even high. I was high on life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I meant when I said high. <laughs> you know, yeah. I would hope you wouldn't go to court high. Oh man, a lot of motherfuckers. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, Playing themselves. Am I, man? Playing themselves. Cause um, I, ain't, I ain't know. I didn't know at first. I didn't know. Man. You, know what I'm you didn't know what? Oh, you didn't know it was, was going to be a real deal court. Yeah, all kind of different cases. I thought everybody was in there was for some type of traffic offense. That shit was crazy. So the first girl that went up, and you know what I'm saying, she didn't look like a, a addict per se. She mm-hmm. looked regular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they started talking, reading all this shit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. What did the test come back? Well, it was positive for opiates, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We got to refer her to detox. I'm like, damn, you on the heroin? Shit. You on the heroin? Well, that could could be the lean, though. Ain't that? That's an opiate, too. I don't know. A lot of these people's on the lean now, which is heroin, but But, you know. But they sent it to the methadone. So I don't know. I ain't ain't too up on my drug linguistics. Opiates, I thought heroin. Yeah, I mean, it's all of that. Lean is a heroin. Lean is an opiate. It's heroin, oh, codeine. Oh, yeah, that's bad. why these motherfuckers is having seizures and all of that crazy shit. Yeah, they fucked oh, up. My bad to the uh, hip hop audience that's listening. <laughs> why you know. can't you can't shit on it because it's in vogue? It's still <laughs> fucking uh, heroin. <laughs> Damn heroin ass. It's just heroin I in the cup. <laughs> you was like, my bad, y'all. I ain't want disrespect. I, I, y'all I little get high. I didn't. Okay. I didn't know that the lead was an opiate. Oh yeah, so the lean is. I automatically went to heroin, so yeah. I didn't want to insult nobody and, and call right. them heroin addicts. Well, they, they are really just on the lean. But these motherfuckers are unbeknownst to them. You know unbeknownst what I mean? to them. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's, that's some the of problem. them. Some of them might. I mean, after a while, you gotta know. You got. I mean, maybe you don't know, right. but you should know. Yeah, I shit mean, is, after Lil Wayne, you know. After a few people, you should know. You know, and that you know shit. Man. I mean, after everybody who died, but. Lil Wayne is like the living embodiment right. of a heroin addict, a lean, a lean addict. You know, it's interesting because I guess certain drugs go in and out of vogue. You know, mm-hmm. like I was, I was thinking about this because now, you know, like I've been saying for years, weed is now turned into medicine. It's not even a drug right. anymore. It's medicine. It's legal now. That it's, shit is cigarette. It's legal. There's no... But the this, good cigarettes. But this, yeah, exactly. The, the jazz cigarette, as they used to call it. Right. But, <laughs> but um, like, the stigmas died down. But back right. in the day, there used to be a lot of shame around, around weed itself. You know, marijuana really? was, hell yeah. One, I mean, just institution-wise, to say no to drugs with the D.A.R.E. campaign, users or losers. But not even just that. If you listen to a lot of rappers from back in the eighties, right. they wasn't fucking with that. Yeah. No, I don't smoke Dr. Dre himself. Yeah, fucking. No, I don't smoke weed or sex. You know that was that was for the brain damage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what what Jay Z said? Jay Z said, "Don't smoke the you know smoke the marijuana. Keep you broke. Bunch of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people was stridently smoking. Huh? 
Then he came back smoking on something, he said. Something yeah, he like smoked that. a couple that, times that on record. I might have to smoke a joint to this on the Excuse Me, Miss. I remember right, that. But, uh, I'm, uh, he smoked every so often, but Dame Dash came back smoking, which right. was interesting. I mean, yeah. It was, I mean, and, and pigs went to jail for, for marijuana. Right. So, I mean, shit. Yeah. He told a story <laughs> about that. They told a story about that on the Combat Jack show. He was talking about how... Uh, they was all up against. They was really against weed. Or when they went, I guess they went to go do the uh, big Who pimping video. Bigs. They went oh, to go do the. Right. They went to go do the big pimping video. He said him and uh, him and Dame, because they both was against it. Had smoked a joint like at a cabana. You know, you know, you went with it. Trinidad or some shit. It's fucking Trinidad, the coast. Saint Thomas. All these like women in there for the fucking video. Saint Thomas, wherever, something bright and sunny. Cabana action, you know what I mean? They blowing the joint, you know, smoking weed or whatever. The shit was like, ho ho. Next thing you know, niggas was like, this is it. Yeah, Damn. I mean, marijuana and women, are, that's a good mix, man. Like, yep. I did, like, first of all, well, drugs man. and women are often a mix, but marijuana right. and women is obviously a little bit more palatable right now. But what I, my point was, certain drugs become more in vogue because some of our greatest artists, like Miles Davis. Was a heroin addict, and fucking Sly Stone was a heroin addict, and and there's certain people who's making songs about, you know, being on. Her- there was, you know, there was, you know, everybody from certain people from the eighties always talk about when that little small window when crack was fucking chic, and when you know, was sh- oh, uh, yeah, listen, you talk free base, yeah, free, free base, ba- exactly. When you know what I'm saying before it became crack, before it became at the crack. After it was called crack, that shit was no longer involved. <laughs> yeah. But it's just interesting how certain shit swings around. There's a lot there. I don't know if people are doing real deal heroin outside of lean, but there's been a huge rise in in, in heroin. I mean, all the, all the, like, the hot boy niggas was on heroin. Right, they was on heroin. I mean, they wasn't, okay. they wasn't sexy about it, though. I mean, they wasn't saying, yeah. like, they wasn't, I don't know if they was all the way, like, they wasn't, celebratory about it. it felt more drug adult but it is evident that they was doing that shit <laughs> but you know, they was they thought it was cool some of them but i don't think they would no, i'm saying i don't think they was i don't think like i don't think bg was ever saying you know nigga we on that heroin <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't think it was no <laughs> he shit probably like that to. baby was like man you can't yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so I don't, I don't know man but you know with marijuana man that shit just was always ever present in right. my world my, my grandma smoked weed every day right. so you know what i'm saying so as an adult i really didn't feel like you know what i'm saying it wasn't nothing special yeah i actually didn't really feel like fucking with it because you know what i'm saying because of that see yeah i was like, like when i when the first time i smoked weed nigga it i i didn't feel in control so i was like man fuck that shit i ain't with that shit right and then i, I smoked it with a girl and um, she made me feel like I was the king. <laughs> so I only smoked weed with her. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That's funny That's as shit. It. It like, like her and weed was like a symbiotic relationship and shit. Yeah, hey, that's what's up. That is what it that's is. It. Oh, so man. that was it. That was my weed. Child. That ain't my drug of choice. There you go. What's your drug of choice? What you doing? The cocaine? Nah, nah. <laughs> I can't just say that's not my drug of choice in that, no Oh, man. Anyway, what else is fucking going on? How do we even get into, uh, how do we get into that whole thing? Oh, it's about the opiates and all of that shit and, and uh, 
you know, how lean is actually an opiate or whatever, and how you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't know that she might have been on lean, but I, I, I who knows? In my head, she was a heroin addict. But, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. And, and then, you know, then a lot of them, a lot of these drugs that are in the in the pills are fucking heavy drugs too. Right, but no doubt, no doubt. Since they, they in pills, you don't pills think too. that they be on the pill. They don't feel like street drugs. Nah, nah. Anyway. They feel legal. They legit. They come with it with a with a brand attached. There's to no it. scent. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even know about fucking was high. You know? Those are right. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers really on them pills though. Oh yeah, this shit is this crazy. I was in a um I was at a pharmacy in I think Arizona or something. This motherfucker came up in there. You could tell he was doped up on something crazy. He came back like scratching and shit. Went to the to the pharmacist to get something. They was like, I told you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the pharmacist said, I told you to get the fuck out of here. I said, God right. damn. It's the pharmacist. This shit is <laughs> like, talking like the hole. You're in the dope hole. Like. Exactly. The pharmacist is now the fucking dope dealer. This get the fuck out of here. Bitch ass. Get your bitch ass out of here. Don't no more. You already, you already a pharmacist, so you already talking down on motherfuckers. Cause got you on that tall ass box, so he just shitting on this motherfucker, <laughs> pointing down there. Get the fuck out of here! He ran oh, as fast as he could. Trap. Oh, heroin run, which was a real slow shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fuck with them pills either, man. I had an operation one time, and they gave me one of them, one of them, one of them famous brands of mm-hmm. painkillers and shit. And I took the shit the first day. Mm-hmm. And again, that shit made me itch, dog. I was like, man, mm. this shit is crazy, man. That's good. I'm gonna just ride this shit on up, man. Dang, this shit made me feel crazy. <laughs> oh, Itching shit. this shit, that, that one, I ain't like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what else? Somebody bought the rest of them shits from me. I ain't gonna say their name, but they did. Oh, I, I already know you're saying. Uh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> right, get out of here with that. It wasn't. That <laughs> shit sounds crazy. <laughs> like a drug dealer. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. I ain't going to say no names, but you know who it is. Uh, you see, your man Jamie Foxx got into a little situation, had to put a motherfucker in a chokehold. You what? see this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that. What happened? Somebody <laughs> tried to run up on Jamie Foxx at Catch. He was out at dinner or whatever, and I guess they said some slick shit to him. He said some slick shit back. Next thing you know, it's a quick little TMZ video. You see him got a motherfucker <laughs> in the, the chokehold, like, you know, like tight, too. <laughs> The chokehold is always the, the absolute neutralization move. When you don't really want to throw no joints, you get your ass on a motherfucker around the neck. And even if a motherfucker is bigger than you, you will fucking ride that shit like a bull. Like, nah, fuck this. That is the equalizer. He had his ass choked out. And uh, in the middle of the good catch. Is oh, it- man. Okay, but you know, the, the pr- I'm looking it up now. The press looking like they on his side. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was, a, he was. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a good will there because uh, the cat okay. approached him. It wasn't supposed. Okay. You know, it was a win. Good, good for Jamie. Yeah, yeah. good, good press right before the the movie come out. out. He got a movie called uh-huh. called Sleepless. Uh, he huh. had that motherfucker <laughs> in the sleeper. You know what I'm saying? That shit was called Sleep Fall. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Go to sleep. Exactly. He was choking the shit out that motherfucker. Yeah, ran up on the wrong one tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Uh, oh, man. Shit, man. What's good with you, man? Shit. 
Everything, man. See you all over the motherfucking train. Everything, man. I'm good. I uh, all the way. You all the way up on them train ads. Yeah, man. Feels good. I still haven't seen it in the in the wild yet. I gotta go check it out. But um, I seen it twice yesterday. Oh yeah. I I seen the one on the turnstile joint, but then I seen the one with you with with everybody else on that motherfucker with the gold background and shit. Yeah, yeah. I have. I gotta check them out. But I was on a panel last night with uh for the New York. TV festival at uh, UCB for, uh, you know, <coughs> with uh, uh, Michael Davies of Embassy Row, Marissa Ronka of uh, True TV, and uh, Mo Mandel of Comedy mm-hmm. Knockout. We was up there talking about, talking about the show. And it was cool, man. It was good. It was a nice, nice event, you know, a little panel discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always, it's always interesting, <clears throat> you know, because I'm definitely... I've definitely been a panel attendee over the years right. and years and years. Right. It's a different energy at edu- a panel. An education. An education. It's a different edu- it's a different energy at a panel. The pa- at the panel, the people want the information. They want right. you to get but, to it. They want to know exactly. But it's hard, it's hard to give them the information because there'd be so many people on the damn panel. <laughs> yeah, well, if you got a good moderator, a shout out right, to right. our moderator. His name was uh, my man Nate. Nate, uh, give me a second while I'm looking up. Keep talking. Keep talking. What I'm talking about, man. You talking. You're talking about panels and information. You were saying sometimes <laughs> it'd be tough for the people to get the information. Nah, nah. Like when you be, you know, you got four or five people on a panel and shit. By the time you got an hour, by the time everybody introduced themselves, that's 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then, by the time you get into it, he, he might ask two, three questions. Then open it up for questions on the. the when it get real is when you open it up to the audience. Then they choose who they want to talk to. Right. So you got you got to make sure you're the chosen one if you want to say some shit. Other than that, you just be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Oh, you talking about if you're in the audience, Nathan Russell? Shout nah, out to nah. Nathan Russell or on the panel. Nah, when you on the panel, right? Then you know what I'm saying. Everybody in the audience got a question for such and such, right? You know right, 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 right. And that such and such ain't you. Oh yeah. So you got you got to make sure you such and such. When, right, you know, right, 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 right. You, right. you got to make sure you get some worthwhile information while you can. <clears throat> so <clears throat> when it come question time, they 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 think you're interested. They, they think you're the gem you. dropper. Or the gem dropper, or I mean, there's so many little archetypes of the panel, and I, and I ain't seen much on this panel, but certain panels, there's always the cut up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That there's always the like the super serious, there's yeah. always the uh, the revolutionary, you know what I mean? We're gonna blow up the system, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is uh, I'm trying to think, but it's just it's oh it's very funny to to watch that type of shit. But uh, shout out to the New York Television Festival. That was that was really cool. It was cool, man. Yeah. But other than that, man, I've been good, man. I just been working, man. I told you, I just came back from uh, San Antonio. Uh-huh. That was cool out there. <clears throat> uh, just working, just working. We right here. Just you know got... what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? As, you know, you you got a show going. Right. You know what I'm saying you got billboards and shit. Right. And you still. When you stand up and your your comedy grind, right? right? For the people who don't really understand, like, you know, most most people just want to get a TV show, right? You know what I'm saying? So how is it when you you know you got a show that's on the air? You know what I mean? Like, like what what is it that that really drives what you do on a day to day? Uh, what drives what I want to do on a day to day? Uh. 
I'm trying to just do what I want. That's always been the goal is to do what I want. The more you, the, somebody told me a while ago, the more you do, the more you can do, you know? So, uh-huh. you know, like I do the, I, I like, love hosting the show. That's fun. You know what I mean? It's, it's giving me experience in areas that I probably wouldn't even sought experience in mm-hmm. or even thought to have, exp- thought to gain experience in, you know, because I still define myself as a comedian first. So, Right. My goal is to get people to come see me live. You know, I'm driven by when I come up with something new that's funny. You know what I mean? Like if it's a new joke, that's dope. If it's a new idea, a new sketch. But it's really like something that, oh, wow, that's funny as shit because then I want to share it. I want to bring it on stage or I want to present it to the people. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. really that's really the big thing. So, you know, um, <clears throat> doing shows like Comedy Knockout, you know, that helps leverage being on TV and, and leveraging the people that watch that show to come out to see me do comedy live. And you know what I mean? Right. And building new material just keeps building things for people to talk about. Oh, yo, you seen this bit about, you know, because as a true comedy fan, that's what drives you to go see another comedian. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, you know, like when you talk to fucking comedy fans, comedy fans, like that really into it, and like, especially like comics and shit like that. They're in, the, they're in the, you know, they're in the clubs all the time. So they're like, yo, did you hear? They'll, they'll, you could get open off of just a bit. Yo, did you just hear the right. new bit such and such is doing? Nah, I ain't hear about it. Oh, yeah, shit was like da 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 da. Oh, you got to see it. He got to, he's working on this new album. And he got this one Trump joke that's stupid or this one such and right. such. And <clears throat> so, so a bit is like a verse or a single or something. Like a verse or a single. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's a take. It's a take. It's added something. It's a. <clears throat> it's a joke. It could be just a take. It could be just something totally different than what everybody, like, you know, for a while everybody was doing Trump material. You know, it's kind of dying down now, but for a while everybody had some Trump shit. And when you when you hear somebody that got a Trump bit that's, like, totally different from what everybody else is doing, it's like, oh, shit. You know, you still get, you still get, uh, uh, <clears throat> what's the word? You can still be in awe of the, the game. You can still be in awe of comedy. Oh, shit, that's funny as fuck. They killed that. That's wild. Or you could get put on to somebody new that you ain't, you know, you hadn't heard about. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you go traveling and I'm doing these rooms in these other cities and you find new comics there and you like, oh, this kid is funny as shit. You know, like you know about certain people early. You know, just like anything else. Just That's always been my thing. Even back when I worked you know, within, like, the music industry. It was always cool about finding out who the next rappers was and who's building some buzz or who people you had been fucking with for a while start to really get their shine, you know? Right. So, I mean, if we had to put uh, distilling into something, I just, like, you know, creativity is what drives me. Creativity is Mm -hmm. what drives me. But the thing about it at the same time is it can frustrate you, too, because, you, you know, if you're inspired by great shit, you know, it takes time, and it, it, you got to go through. You might have to put some regular shit out for a minute <clears throat> till you till you understand how to make it great, you know, and you got to have patience with that, and you got to – there's this, this, this real cool video of um, – <clears throat> what's my man's name? Um, NPR guy, um, Ira Glass. He's talking about – like, he's talking about – how a lot of creatives often second guess themselves based on their own taste level, right? So when you start mm-hmm. to like certain things, 
you've developed your own taste for certain things and you, you start to, you know, you start to seek out the highest of whatever you're, you're enamored by, you know, like you, right. <clears throat> whoever you hold in regard in, in cinema or whoever you hold in regard in. No, I, I you, get it. I get exactly what you're about You to know say. what I'm saying? So it, that becomes almost the standard that you judge your shit against. And the thing right. is, you're not there yet. Nine times out of ten, you're not there yet. Even if you are natural, that means you just got raw talent. It still has to be honed through craft. But more often than not, you're not there yet. And the trick is not to let that shit discourage you when you put out shit. You know what I mean? Right. You might not be the funniest nigga, but you might be funny. You might have, right. you know, but that and put yourself in the conversation. That's the whole reason this is called in the conversation, because the goal right. is to proactively put yourself in the conversation. So people be like, oh, yo, but did you see what such and such did? You know, and right. when you get in the conversation, stay there. So nah, and that's and that's a big thing, you know what I'm saying? Because you're looking at your shit and be like, ah, it ain't, right. you know what I'm saying? This shit ain't no Scorsese and shit. Right. But. You know, that shit is something to somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying, your job is to find that shit, find the people who your thing is resonating with. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, you know what I'm saying, getting, just being at the level that you think you should be at because no matter how good you get, you're going to always, your mind is always going to be a few steps ahead of where you at. Right. If you're growing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to be able to to take your mind out of some of the situation and just let let the the creativity and let the spirit just be, you know what I'm saying? And then let your mind come back in when it's time to plan and 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 move to the next space. But you know what I'm saying? You got to let yourself go and let that let that material go. You know yeah, what I'm and put it in the world, put it in the world, yeah. and get it out yeah, there. Because then... you you never know. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't know what. Like, you know what I'm saying, to this day, man, I know I know particularly my style or whatever. Mm-hmm. But each project you work on, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, I'll be on projects that it's a type of thing that I never worked on before or a client that I never worked with before. Right. And you don't know what's going to make them happy or what they're going to like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you might be toiling over something and, and racking your brain because you don't think this shit is legit. And then when you when you when you give it to them, they're like, "Oh, this shit is dope." Right. And you're like, right. "Okay, you like it," but you know what I'm saying? You're too close to the forest to see the trees sometimes. So you just have to. I, I resign myself real early in this shit to just let it go because I'm not a native filmmaker. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't sit here and call myself a DP or a filmmaker or anything like that as an artist. Because I know people, you know, people that study that shit and really do that shit. I do it. I just do it because I can. You know what I'm saying? And so I wasn't all the way confident with my shit. It was almost like, shit, these motherfuckers going to find me out at some point. Yeah. But then once you start doing it, people come to you for the shit that you do. Right. You know what I mean? And then you are. You are a filmmaker. You are who you are because... They like the shit that you do. And you like, well, shit, man. Yeah. I was looking at such and such, and this shit I ain't like. Such and, they don't care about that. They're like, well, right here, right now, we like this. And right. we like what you did for us with this. And that's, you know, that's you got to run with that, man. You got to just always know that your wherever you at is good enough. You know what I mean? And if you keep putting out shit, you're going to get better. 
True indeed. I tell you something that really backed up that too. I was in, when I told you last week I went to the Whitney, right? Mm-hmm. Going to the <clears throat> going to the museums. To the, oh yeah, you did. Tell me that. Going to museums put shit in perspective, right? Because they'll have an exhibition of an artist, right? So it'll be, you know, an exhibition of their work from like I went, I saw, I think her name was, um, I want to say her name was Carmen Herrera. Think she's mm-hmm. a, a painter from Cuba who lives in New York. She's about ninety-one years old. She still paints every day, but her mm-hmm. shit is ill. They had something from like forty-eight to seventy-eight there, right? And it's mm-hmm. you know it, it expands that many decades, so it's a bunch of pieces. And this is just how most exhibitions are. It's a bunch of pieces, and you walk around and you look at it. Now a lot of that shit you might not fuck with. Some of it is cool. Mm-hmm. Some of it is great. You like, I ain't fucking with this. I'm fucking with that. But it's all part of the retrospective of or the exhibition. So it just puts it to glaring. Like it's right there for you to see. Everything ain't for everybody. But if you're mm-hmm. an artist, this is what you do, and right. you present your work, and it's for people because the shit that you think is dope, somebody be like that shit. Because it's all uh, it's all subjective anyway. So right. you might as well. If you inspired by it, you might as well put that shit in the world and hopefully it catches. And if it don't, don't let that limit you being inspired. Don't let that stop you putting shit out, you know? Keep uh, busting your gun. You got deep on them, boy. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you fresh off the panel. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That, yeah, I mean, maybe. That panel, that hilarious. Panel All hilarious. we do now some questions from the audience. Yeah. Any questions from the audience? <laughs> I want to speak to that motherfucker. Deep <laughs> limit. Hey, man. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man, we out here. Anyway, uh, shit, anything you want to say to the people before we get all the way out of here? I, I, I do want to say something Talk to, to them. Speak hey, to people. these people. How y'all doing? I know y'all been listening for a whole hour and such, but you know what I'm saying? In this very moment, I just want to say thank you for listening. You know what I'm saying? For for joining the conversation and chiming in and the in the Twitters and the Facebooks and the and the comments on the SoundCloud, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who've been there, been down from all the way back. Shout out to the new ones that just got on. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it all, you know what I'm saying? And um we do this every week, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to drop a few jewels here and there and then have some entertaining conversation. So I said what I wanted to say and then that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> well, there it is. How about that? There it is. That's what need to be said. Yeah, thank you to everybody that's listening. I appreciate the support. We're going to keep going. You know, we're going to be here on the Wednesdays until mm-hmm. we ain't here on the Wednesdays. But until then, you know, shit. Tell, tell a friend. friend. To tell a friend. And even an enemy. Even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. <laughs> This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.